Friday, everybody, you hear the music, you know what it means. It is time for another Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Today's your Friday edition. Standing by, we've got realty expert John Brodeen in the studio with us. We're going to talk with him after this. With its many stages. From the, my little one has just arrived stage, to the, I have arrived stage. From the first home you'll ever buy, to the one home you'll have forever. No matter where you find yourself in life, your forever agent will be there. Berkshire Hathaway Home Services. For you, for life. All right, here we are. We are back uh, with your Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast. Realty expert John Brodeen is in the studio. Hey. How you doing, man? Good. How about you? I'm doing all right. You know... It's. I think we have done this with almost every other realtor, but we haven't done it with you. And I don't know what your thoughts on this are, but um, I think we should just do a little segment here and getting to know you, John Brodeen, realty expert, a little bit better. How do you think? Is that, that okay? That sounds fun to me. It's so Friday, I, so I'm going to so. ask you all these questions. Are you going to Are you going to answer them real? You know, like truthfully? Of course. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, first off, how are you? How's the family and everything? Yeah, we're doing good. Oh, my daughter's sick again. She oh no seems to be sick every like few days. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Had to take her home from daycare early yesterday because she had a fever mm-hmm. get used to it day. yeah get used to it now how old is she now she's like 15 months okay so yeah. a year and three months so they start are they teething now yeah she's got her she's got her front two on top and bottom and okay her, her molars are starting to come in now okay and so. you know a lot of the times they'll get a temperature or a fever when they're teething and oh, all of that yeah. but you she's coughing too okay it's just oh, like, that's a bummer lately i swear it's been like uh one week out of the month, she's not sick, and then every other time, it's wow. something's going on. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel bad for her. I know, I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, um, you know, how long have you been a realtor? So, this is my 10th year in the business. I started in 2014 when I was uh 21. Okay, so, so did, did you go to do you have a college education? No, I don't have a college degree. I went to UND for uh for one year, okay, and kind of had n- had no real idea what I wanted to major mm-hmm. in, what I wanted to do. Like a lot of students. Yeah. And I I kind of felt like I mean, I'm not the best student either, but I was mm-hmm. I was like getting by, but I had no I don't know, I didn't have a direction. Yeah, and then I had learned about the career of being a real estate agent and um I initially became inve- in real uh interested in real estate investing. Mm-hmm. Um and that's kind of how I started consuming a lot of content about real estate investing in business okay. and stuff like that. Then I learned about the career of being a real estate agent, started looking into what you had to do to become a real estate agent. Um, found out that at the time, all you had to do was uh, do the the pre-licensure education. So I, uh-huh. did, I did that through UND. Um, and then once you finish your pre-licensure education, you are able to take the state and national exams. Um, so I went and took those. Um didn't pass both of them my first try. I Which passed, is pretty common, isn't it? Yeah. yeah yep. it's, a, it's a pretty difficult test, and I've heard it's mm-hmm. gotten harder, too, as time's gone on. Oh. But, um, yeah, I, I passed. I, I got these practice tests online, mm-hmm. and I passed. So the practice test said I could pick the state and you know for which I'm taking the test in. Okay. So I was doing really good on the practice test, but I realized when I was taking the exam, when I got to the state portion, that all those practice tests were just on the national portion. Oh, um, oh. The state portion, I was not prepared for. So I had to retake the state portion. Every state's different, I suppose. Every state's different. Sure, sure. Um, so I had to study up on that again, take it a second time, got it the mm-hmm. second time. So. But now, you know, 
I know so many people, and, and you say you, you, you did a year of college and you really didn't know what you wanted to do. Um, we actually have a guy that's a co-host of one of our shows here, uh, got a four-year music degree, yeah, and uh, he has nothing to do with music <laughs> I guess, what do, you, what do you do with that, be a music teacher? Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, which I, a lot of people would like to do. I mean, yeah. I loved my music teacher, but yeah. he's he's not doing it now. And my point is, is I don't know if, if you're still if he's still paying off student loans or yeah. any of that kind of stuff. But he's you know not using education, and and we hear that all the time. Yeah, you know, people go to school for one thing, uh, and they're not doing that for yeah. a job. Um, now that you found this, uh, being a realty expert, okay, let's go back even a little further. Mm-hmm. Uh, born and raised, I want to know about uh, John Brodeen as a little guy. Yeah, so born and raised here in Grand Forks. Okay. Um, so my dad, is a he was a teacher for 30 years at oh. uh, Valley Middle School. And then, okay. Um, he, now he is like kind of semi-retired, but he works in the service department at Rydell's. Oh, okay. And then my mom was a social worker, and then she became a, a counselor for a nonprofit. Um, so she still does that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, she was working like for social services for like abuse and neglect. Oh, sure, uh, sure. I think that was either before I was born or when I was pretty little, and then she switched over to uh, working, doing counseling. Oh, so, okay. Yeah, um, Northland Christian Counseling Center is where she works. Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, Central or Red River? Where... I went to Red River. Oh, yep. you did? Okay. So I went to Riverside Christian School for elementary school mm-hmm. and then went to Schrader for middle school and then uh, Red River for high school. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, we, we talked a little bit about college. Were you a good student? Uh, in no. high school, I mean, in high school, I kind of just phoned it in. It, that was I me had too. Stretches where I was pretty dedicated to school and mm-hmm. I, I was getting good grades, but I never sustained it. I would sure, just, sure, like stop caring and yeah. I, I made the, actually I made the honor roll one time yeah. in four years of high school, and it was my last semester of my senior year. Yeah, uh, which I only had school. I only had three classes a day. So yeah. <laughs> I went to school from nine to noon. You know, yeah. it wasn't too bad, but. Um, for me, I, I just went to school for sports. Yeah. <laughs> that was about the only reason I was there. And it's, oh, yeah, okay, I'm getting an education too, blah, blah, blah. But um, uh, brothers or sisters, do you have any? Yeah, I have a sister, and she's uh, she's three years younger than me. So okay. she's 27, going to be 28 soon. And she works for CVIC. Oh. Um, yep. Uh, she is part of their... Uh, Victim Witness Advocate Program. So okay. she, she's mostly involved in the court system, yep. uh, helping inform like victims and witnesses of their rights and what's sure. next in the court process. She she was uh, direct service with um, like victims of mm-hmm. uh, domestic abuse mm-hmm. prior to that. So um, she's really liking her. She she really loves that career though. Right, she's and and those, those are the ones that will will um, help you get um, restraining orders and, and things like that. Yep. We've had people in here from the CVIC before. They do wonderful wonderful work. Yeah, that's an amazing organization. I don't know if it's still open, but for Giving Hearts Day, I would strongly urge people to yeah know, give to that organization because they they do a lot of good in the community. Um, and you know, so like if people are in a domestic. Uh, violent situation. Mm-hmm. They help get the person out of it, try to help protect them. They, yes. Uh, I'm pretty sure they have even a safe house that they can get people into, um, help people get on their feet on their own away from the dangerous situation. And you know, this morning I did a story on, on Giving Hearts Day yesterday because uh, we raised a record amount of money. But here's the thing. Just because Giving Hearts Day is over doesn't mean you have to stop giving. Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, okay. I mean, you can you can keep on giving. Yeah. Um Year round, yeah, you know that's a that's a thing. Uh, you can still give and and put it on the taxes, they, you know. Yeah, they rely heavily. The community does a wonderful job of supporting them. It's always pretty amazing. I yeah, went to their their fundraiser breakfast 
that was this year. I think it was during the summer sometime. And yeah, you see like how, how much different members of the community give to that organization. Mm-hmm. It's pretty right, awesome. Right. Now is your sister married with children or any of that stuff? She, she's engaged. Yep, okay. Yep. Okay. Uh, so you're, you're not John Brodine and uncle yet? No, I'm not an uncle yet. Okay. My, my daughter Dylan's the only grandchild. Okay. Uh, so okay. We're, we're loving that. My, my wife has a brother. He lives out in Portland, Oregon. Okay. Um, he's, he's an athletic trainer for their D1 soccer team. Oh. Um, but no, he doesn't have any kids yet, so yeah. we're, the, we're the only The only ones. The only ones. Now, you mentioned your wife. I don't yeah. know. You, you, you know, we kind of decided we're just going to open you up here a little yeah, bit. But yeah, uh, tell me about your wife and how you met. Yeah, so we met. Um, it was She was still in college. I think I, I may have still been in college when we first met. Um because we knew each other for you know a year or two before we started dating, mm-hmm. um, but we started dating in like 2014. Okay, so coming wow. up on yeah, coming up on 10 years of dating, and then got married in 2020, um, had our daughter in in 2023. So yeah, we've been together for a long time. So she was in college. She she was let's see, she was in her undergrad when okay. we first met. She ran track at UND. Oh okay. Um, she yeah so she uh let's see she so she was yeah she was in college for probably the first i think she started working for she she works at the university counseling center she's the associate director of the university counseling oh, center oh okay okay um but she started off there as like an addiction counselor and mm-hmm. she's she's dual licensed so she does addiction counseling and mental health counseling mm-hmm. um and that's for like this it's the students and faculty it's available to them at there at UND. Sure. Um, I think she started there in 2018. That's when she finished up her, her master's degree. Okay. Wow. So now is, uh, you said she was a, a track runner. Yeah. What, she was a track was she runner. a sprinter, middle distance, long distance? So she did the 400. Okay. In, in high school, she did a whole bunch of stuff. I think like the 400 and the 200, I think her main thing was the four by four relay. Sure. Sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know track that well. Yeah, so I was. I, I was. I was co-captain of my team. In oh, high you were track runner yeah, too. I was yeah. a half miler and a quarter miler. Yeah, she's got a whole bunch of like state records for high school really? and stuff. Yeah, did she go to school, school here in in town? Yep, Red River as well. Oh, she did. Yeah, she was a grade above me, but we're the same age. Oh, okay. So I did okay. not get held back. I just started kindergarten. <laughs> <laughs> I did not get yeah. held back. Um, does yeah. she? I know you're active. Uh, let's uh-huh. talk a little bit about um, what you do when you're not a dad and a, and a realty expert. Yeah. Uh, but you're into beating people up and things yeah, like that but yeah. in a nutshell explain what i'm talking about here yeah so for like i think it's probably been like six and a half years that i've, I've always been into working out especially after high school i was into lifting weights a lot and i still am into lifting weights mm-hmm. and, um, but i started in 2017 at uh, progressive martial arts in grand forks so they do they do, they offer a lot of things you know mma um striking uh jujitsu so a lot of people get confused on what jujitsu is. That's mm-hmm. my main thing. Is yep. Jujitsu is uh, it's like it's like wrestling, um, except instead of in order to win in wrestling, you have to pin somebody. You're mm-hmm. not allowed to like choke them, or you're not allowed right. To, you're like, not allowed to punch them in the face a hundred times. Yeah, and there's no punching in jujitsu yeah. either. But what you can do that's different from wrestling, instead of pinning them to win, is you have to put them in a submission hold and get them to tap out. Sure, their, sure. You know, a choke hold where they're. Got, they got to tap or else mm-hmm. they're going to pass out yep. or in a joint lock, you know, like an arm like a bar. Break a leg or break, break an arm. Leg, yep. Break an arm bar or break an arm, you know. So whatever you see, if you watch like MMA, mm-hmm. UFC fighting, whenever you see an arm bar or a choke or a, that's that's jujitsu. Uh, it's ground. It's mostly ground. Did uh, jujitsu, did that get its start from kind of self-defense? 
Um, I'm not really sure. Okay. It was, it, uh, it's, it started in Brazil mm-hmm. and then, well, so it was brought, there was a Japanese guy, uh, who went to Brazil and taught all of those guys judo. And then the, the Brazilians really focused on like the ground fighting because judo has ground submissions too. It's just less of a emphasis. Okay. Um, the Brazilians really like honed the submission ground fighting game and then it really became popular when the UFC first started because there was this yeah. small little jujitsu guy. I'm sure everybody, if they're, you're a fan of this, you remember Hoist Gracie. Oh, yeah. Yep. He was like 170 pounds, yeah. skinny, and he beat up all these big 200 and some pound guys right. by submitting them. Yeah. He, put yeah. Them, he put them in submissions and got He'd them be to whoop, tap whoop, out. Whoop. Next thing yeah. you know, they're tapping out. Yeah. So that's how it became, like, that's how everybody in America kind of found out about it. And now it's huge i mean it's not super popular up here in the midwest um at least in north dakota i mean mm-hmm. i think there's two gyms in ground forks now a new one just opened and then there's a like two or three in fargo um but it's it's gained popularity pretty massively in the united states because you know the nice thing is you're not getting uh you know head trauma from it right right um, you know, you, At least that you just, know of. You're just wrestling. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll still do like I'll I'll train with MMA fighters and do some MMA and striking as well. But sure. The thing I'm best at is jujitsu. I've been doing that. for All right, because uh, let's face it. There's been days you've come in the studio. You did look like uh, you were the can and kicked the can. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'll get a black eye. I mean, half the time I get a, a black eye or a bump on my face or something just from mm-hmm. jujitsu. Where you you, you just you're accidentally bump heads yeah, or you take bump a shoulder heads. to the eye or something. Yeah. yeah. Um. So you and your wife are pretty active. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and that's a good thing. Um, plan on expanding on the family at all? Yeah, we'll probably have another kid in the, in the coming years here. Yep. Um, yeah, I don't. I think we probably want to have a, you know two kids. Sure. Kids, but now she's big into CrossFit. That's what her. Oh, yeah. sure. So you both are very physically fit. Yeah, yeah. And, and can, do a lot of activities and stuff. Um, we're we're running low on time here, oh, but yeah. I do want to ask you this: You're really good at what you do. That's why they call you a realty expert. Can you see yourself uh, being part of the Berkshire Hathaway family for the rest of your career? Probably. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, that's the way I see it. Unless you open up your own. (laughs) Technically, I I don't know if very many people know this and I don't talk about it very much, but I'm actually part owner in the, in the company. There's the main owners and I'm, I'm fifth owner, but I have a, I have a smaller share of ownership than the main four people do, which is kind of nice because I have less responsibility. Sure. Sure. But, uh, yeah, no, they've, I've been with them, even though I've, we've, collectively the same group of us have mm-hmm. switched companies or, or franchises two different times while yep. i've been in uh real estate i've been with the same people the whole right you know, the whole time since 2014 yeah so great group too it's a good group I, uh, I you know when they guys. call them a family that that is yep yep they really look out for me they're yeah and, and, and very good you know me. you guys work hard but uh the berkshire hathaway family they also play hard yeah oh yeah, yeah that's kind of cool they're fun that's when when we left the company that i originally started with and they were there too mm-hmm. um you know, it was like, do I stay with the one company? Do I go with them? And, you know, I, there's people I really, really like at the other company. Sure, too, and it was sure. a hard decision. I was only a year in. Yeah. But it's it seemed, not not saying any insults to anyone. Right, right. It seemed like some like some of the really fun people that I really liked were going that direction. So that did weigh on my Right, yeah. And, and you know, a lot of times that's the hardest part about leaving a job yeah. is not the job, it's the people. It's the people. Um, you know, it, it's the camaraderie, it's the friendships yeah. and all of that. And and it's, it, you know, it's it's almost like a divorce. You know, I might be friends with both of you. You yeah. get divorced. Don't expect me to not be friends with I one know. and to be that's, friends with the other. You, you got to, you know, just because it didn't work for you, 
doesn't mean yeah, that there's for plenty me. of people there that I used to work with that I have great relationships sure. with, and I still really like them. You know, it's just it. Yep. So yeah, it turned out to be a good thing for my career. It all worked out. So. Well, we got to know you a little yeah, bit better today, yeah, man. Um, not just uh, making fun of you for getting beat up and beating yeah. people up and all of that, but now we know a little bit about what makes John Brodine tick. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, big plans for the weekend. Yeah, I'm flying out on oh, Sunday right. morning. I'm Me and my wife are going to Tulum, Mexico. Yeah, so that's right. going to be there for six days. You look like you just got out of the tanning bed before you got uh, yeah, here. Yeah, no, I didn't go today oh, yet, oh. <laughs> but I probably will later today. All right. Yeah. Uh, John Brodine, uh, thank you, man. And enjoy your vacation. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? 701-213-5428 is my cell phone, or check me out on social media. I'm on pretty much every platform. John Brodine, Realtor. Um, Again, have fun. Yeah. Uh, It was great picking your brain a little bit, and uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Sounds good. All right. There you go. Realty expert John Brodine. Getting to know John Brodine better. How about that? We'll be back with another Berkshire Hathaway bi-weekly podcast coming Wednesday. Till then, have yourself a great weekend, everybody.